You're listening to the Trustini Talks Podcast, featuring today's most successful entrepreneurs, CEOs, authors, and elite personal injury attorneys, all sharing the tools and strategies they use to grow their revenue. Tune in as we talk over a nice cup of latte, but not just any latte, a cinnamon dolce latte. Here's your host, Daphne Canales. Our next guest grew his family business to become the largest manufacturer of office furniture in Western Canada. His friends describe him as an engineer with a personality. He's famous among his peers for being the guy who knows everyone. His parents came from Hungary in 1957 to find a better life, and he couldn't speak English until he was six, but that didn't stop him from thriving. Please welcome Louis Kellerman. Welcome, Louis. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So we were we were talking about uh, being a connector. That's that's your claim to fame, <laughs> and uh, and how can people uh, use you know especially introverts? How can they use some of that that connectivity, inspiration, or those ideas? Yeah. What tips do you have? Well, I, I think uh, yeah, a lot of people that are shy or uh, think that they they can't meet people, and I think it does start with friends and family. I mean, uh, I use an example of a young uh, young fellow I was mentoring, and he was uh, in this situation, didn't know how to go about doing this. I said, "Well, you know, you you got friends?" He says, "Yeah." Uh, do they have parents? Yeah. Well, what do they do? Uh, I don't know. Well, you should find out because you probably know them. And I'm sure they would be more than willing to help you if, you if you're there. And so quite often it's, it's looking at who you know that might know someone. And it's all about connectivity. Um, I've never gotten a job in my life where I didn't know someone at the company I ended up going to work for. Um, it, that's, of course, that's how you get to the top of the resume pile is by relationships. But it really boils down to then uh, looking at things like tools like LinkedIn where uh, if you're connected to me, well, you look at my network, and if you see a company that's hiring, you do a search, you try to look and figure out who at that company do you know, and then reach out to them to see if they get it can help you. Uh, and then not being afraid to sometimes ask for help uh, in uh, connecting with someone like myself or a friend or, or, or a friend's parent or whatever it might be. And then on occasion, yeah, I go to a, a go to a a networking event if you can and take a stack of business cards and that's the tough part that's like speed dating um, <laughs> not everybody's comfortable with that but uh, you know and even I'm not that comfortable with that in, in, in a lot of environments but certainly leveraging the friends and relationships you already have uh, people have a much larger network than they think they do right right and what I've been recommending to some of the, the people searching for jobs or even entrepreneurs looking to meet more people is, uh, is even go look at uh, people's second uh, connection. So I might look at you and see who you know, and then now I can ask you, hey, Louie, can you introduce me to such and such person? The other thing with being on LinkedIn is you should start commenting on people's profiles because then your name starts popping up and there's some awareness of that because right now we're in a total virtual world. Yeah. And like you said, networking is great. And there are so many different virtual meetups right now where you could be having conversations. People are using breakout rooms in zoom so those are all amazing things to to do and and you you mentioned uh with networking sometimes it's hard for people who are introverts and i i mentioned in in our in my last video that i had a brain injury in 2018 and it, it made me be like a super introvert i could barely say my name but it's about making things fun so i just started making things fun i had like this really you know fun little thing that i would say I wish I was on page two of Google said no one ever and, and just tried to 
you know, um, make it fun for me because it was so frightening to even get out because I'm like, what if I forget what I'm going to say? So, uh, so that you want to just figure out strategies to, to make it fun and interesting. Yeah, one thing I, I realized the other day was uh, I have uh, quite a number of uh, CEO friends, and and you know we're all of of that age where we've got kids that are in university and 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 afterwards. And it was funny in connecting with these people and talking about our, our kids. I said, well, so what, you know, we each talk about what each one's doing. I was surprised by how many of these young adults now work for friends of friends. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, where, you know, somebody wants to get into construction. Well, you know, we know the president of the, you know, the lead core. Well, they're always hiring. <laughs> Why wouldn't you hire your kid? Um, you know, or you want to get into engineering or nursing or whatever it might be. It's it really is about looking at, you know, who you might know that might know someone and leveraging relationships, because the, with the Internet has made it really easy to be able to apply for jobs today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also then increased the competition. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, I and it's, it's the last time I was hiring someone, you put a post, a, you know, do a posting mm-hmm. and you get a, you know, stack, a, you know, a foot high yes. of, of resumes. And how do you. Yeah you know, how do you differentiate? Right. It's, a, it's all it's about just, the relationships. Yeah. yeah. And, and Calgary is, is actually a small, like I, we always say Calgary is like a town, like the, uh, the way that our, our people interact, everybody's so connected and, and friendly. Um, and so we're kind of like a big town, right? So you need to uh, build those relationships because that's how you're going to stand out. Yeah, and, and go to industry, uh, like you, you mentioned, that uh, you know, it would be events in the north, uh, otherwise, but you can also, there's all sorts of industry uh, uh, events or blogs or, or uh, opportunities to connect. So if you've selected an industry that you're really interested in, research it, find out where you can go to network with those type of people, build some relationships within the industry, and become knowledgeable about the industry. At the end of the day, it is about learning and relationships and so it is about connecting we talked uh, earlier about things like the tell picking up the telephone and actually talking to people uh, email is very impersonal uh, you can't get the emotion and so i've been made a point of this uh, opportunity here in the last little while to phone a number of people that i just haven't talked to in a long time and you know ask about their kids talk about their person so it's not about a business call it's it's a person to person call it's building that relationship and then once you've got that established then you can get into some business stuff if the opportunity presents itself but at the end of the day it's hard to force yourself on anyone and so as, as you said you have to make your you have to present yourself in such a way that they see what you have as being valuable that's right what's in it for them i always teach that in marketing everything we do should be like what's in it for them don't talk about you and your company it's always about the the other person trying to solve a problem right yeah and, and speaking of solving problems, <laughs> you've been through well, a couple, <laughs> a couple yeah, of recessions. Well, uh, being, a, you know, and being in manufacturing in Western Canada, it, uh, it was a, it always very challenging. Uh, you know, they were up against, uh, you know, Asia, South America, even the Southern United States, where the cost of labor was in some cases half or, or if you go to Asia, uh, you know, a fraction of what we were paying. Uh, so, you know, we had to carve out our niche. It always came back to uh, value. What what did we provide that they couldn't get from these other suppliers? Because it certainly wasn't selling on price. Mm-hmm. So it was about relationships, about us being viewed as a solutions provider. And then when 2008 came along, uh, it uh, it changed our world. I mean, there was nobody buying office furniture for quite a number of years, actually, as it turned out, uh, you know, because companies contracted. And then as they reestablished themselves, these, you know, they had lots of space to grow back into. So again, we had to diversify into new products. 
Uh, we have to make some other changes within the company. Uh, we took advantage of, at various points of programs like the WorkShare program, uh, which is now being uh, flaunted again about, you know, uh, trying to keep more staff and the government subsidizing some of the staff that you, you, you have there versus ending up on EI. And, uh, it, but it always came back to relationships and, and, you know, there's always a certain amount of activity going on. And then, you know, do you find new markets or do you mar create new products for the clients you have? Each uh, business is different, but I'm sure there's a lot of people right now uh, strategizing on exactly that. How do we, you know, reinvent? And if right now, there's been a huge opportunity in the medical side where companies that, uh, you know, make furniture uh, have sewing machines and things like that. Well, okay, well, why can't we make masks or gowns? Well, you can't. You've got the equipment. It's just a matter of some technology. Maybe you have to hire a person or two that know what they're doing on that. But uh, how do you take... Uh, lemons and make lemonade, <laughs> you know, uh, out of this bad situation. And so, uh, you know, and, and turn your business into a, uh, a, 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 a core service because of course a lot of companies are being shut down because they're not required. Yeah. They, you know, so, uh, by, by, by getting involved in some of these things, you now all of a sudden have the ability to say, you know, you got to come into work. Now you've got to do all sorts of things to protect the, your staff, but, uh, uh, you can now at least, keep the doors open and, and some cash flow and, uh, and those relationships that you've already right. built. Right. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's a, it's a huge time of innovation in, in every recession. Uh, it's about getting your team together and really innovating what like, this is what we have. What else could we be doing with this? Right. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for joining us today, Louis. Well, thank you for having me and good luck to everybody out there. This uh, We're going to look back at this a few years from now and go, wow, how the hell did we get through this? But uh, it will be because of relationships. And uh, I, every day, I'm, every week, I, I'm connecting and we're doing uh, different industry groups and things like that, all trying to share information and best practices. Sometimes this is, didn't work versus this is what works uh, is very, very valuable. So thank you, Daphne, for uh, putting these on. Uh, I, I know uh, every one of these topics are not just for me, but other people you've interviewed are very, very relevant today. And uh, I encourage people to listen to the whole series.